0: What's good? What's good, everybody? Welcome to a good new episode of the Lucky Underdogs podcast, man. Definitely appreciate everybody for tuning in. This is the Lucky Underdogs podcast brought to you by the good people that believe. Network, Valley Sports in Ohio, and Good Men Productions. It's me, your boy, DB, in the place to be. I got my dogs with me.
1: I got I'm my up, dog. You know, yeah. we, We've been uh, gone for a couple weeks. We've been gone for a couple weeks. We, we gotta get the... The intro back, right? But no, we the boys TJ back in the building, Lucky Underdog Podcast, where we we showcasing all the underdogs, the guys who don't get the highlights, you know, don't get all the playing time, don't get all the media coverage. But when they get out on the field, they make the most out of their opportunities. And so we got a special guest this week, bodie McCoon. Mm-hmm.
0: Anyway, you know,
1: yeah, I, yeah, I think the, fan, the student section gonna like that one. Kahoon. oh yeah, the fans, def-
0: oh yeah, they're definitely that's gonna be screaming so that. You can already know that's gonna that's be gonna
1: one be of those. Drinks, yeah. man. So we we we're proud to have you on today. It's a, it's a pleasure. Got another VA kid, mm-hmm. so uh, happy to have you, man. Happy to have you. Thanks for having me. Yes, sir. Let's hear, let's and for say. those that might not know, you know,
0: Bodie is a three-star linebacker prospect, signed to Notre Dame out of. Patrick Henry High School in Roanoke, VA. Two up, two down. I'm that's surrounded by them country boys. Man, that's crazy. That, that so DC DC is close to VA. You know what I mean? But we don't, we we don't we don't seem as y'all make it seem like it's real southern. You know what I'm saying? Virginia is definitely you know uh, throwing hay bales around and stuff like that. I don't know if that's necessarily what you was getting into. I don't know if you grew up, that's you know, not- on the farm or nothing like that. That's- nah, that's not you. <laughs> all, right, all right, respect. I dig it. Yes, sir. Hmm. So tell us a little bit about yourself, man. So let's start with uh, let's start with how your recruiting process started.
2: <laughs> Virginia Tech, about forty five minutes away from my house, and that was my first one. I didn't expect it at all, and a phone call came, and I was freaking out and stuff, but. I was very thankful for them. They were one of my top choices, but uh, my last couple offers, I kind of settled down and I picked Notre Dame because I especially on the last visit and I was a spring game and uh, I I got much attention there. I loved it. And then I sat down with coach golden and he told me he wanted to coach me. And I was like, you're the, you're like the first big guy that has like told me that you want to coach me and no one else. And, has stuck with me deep and I, I I couldn't say no to them.
0: Nah, for sure. That's beautiful right there, man, definitely. That's actually dope. That's, that's dope to see, yeah, that's dope to hear that you got that that hometown offer first and then being able to go to, to Notre Dame and, and hearing that they want you too. So hearing hearing that they want you at home and also hearing that they want you on the biggest stage, I know that's a great feeling right there.
2: Great feeling. It's actually, I lived in Indiana for 10 years before I moved down to Virginia. Oh wow! Okay,
0: okay. What part of what part of Indiana? Right out of
2: Indianapolis, Zionsville. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I know about Zionsville. I think uh, that's not where Turner was at, but we was uh, We had a couple of teammates that was out in Zionsville. We had a couple of teammates that was out there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you gonna put your hat down, CJ? Okay, all right. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> Zionsville definitely. Yeah, yeah. Zionsville was definitely a good time. So when. You said you lived there for 10 years. When did you move to Virginia from,
2: from India? I moved down here in 2015 in June. And uh, okay. I actually, I never really played football before. And I I kind of got down here. And I had a buddy introduce me to the sport. And I fell in love with it pretty quick. And I played lacrosse and football there and then. then I chose football because I had way more fun playing it for sure. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a lot easier to hit somebody in lacrosse. I mean,
1: in football, than lacrosse. Actually, it's a lot easier to get a little more physical. yeah,
2: yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Like, <laughs> So that, I guess, that brings us to our next question. Like, weren't so? I guess you, you were committed. Were you committed to Ohio State to play lacrosse? Yes, And sir. then you flipped to Notre Dame. So what? How, how was that decision made? So you, you know, you, you first you went to decide on lacrosse, and now you just say I'm going to football. So how was that decision made?
2: So I've I've played. My dad played professional lacrosse. My sister's over at Pittsburgh, the uh, ACC. She's playing lacrosse right now. And My little sister she plays it. Basically, the only one that played is my mom. But uh, we, oh, yeah. I grew up with stick in my hand. I loved it my whole life. But it, I couldn't turn. It, off. it It was too easy of a choice to switch to football. Oh. I'm glad and I don't have any regrets. Absolutely,
0: absolutely. not that's dope. Yeah. So what was that like? What was the
2: recruiting process like?
0: Just to get a little off topic, just because you know, I like to hear different things. I've never really spoken to someone that went through a lacrosse recruiting process. But what was that like? Did it, did it start a little bit earlier in your high school career? Like, what, what was that kind of like?
2: So they're very strict. It is You cannot talk to them until your junior year is September 1st. Like, it's dead. Mm. can't say a word. But uh, The whole recruiting process, it's thousand percent different. It's like it's cuz it's it's the money in football the football money brings and stuff is just like you can't you can't have as much cool things for lacrosse with don't have I was committed there I loved it there and I still do but uh they built a brand new stadium and only holds like 2000 people so like i go over you can go over and play at notre dame and it sells out every game at like 80 something thousand people it's just it's a fear and it's hard to turn down a, a full scholarship because of lacrosse they they don't give out full scholarships either.
0: Ah, uh, okay,
1: all right, all right, yeah, I definitely
0: dig that, man.
1: About lacrosse, like you know, I you know we we had a couple of guys who I think was a Jordan Faison and then uh it was a it was a Tyler Buckner who's you know kind of transitioned mm-hmm. over to lacrosse now. So does, how how did playing lacrosse, you know, growing up, did that did that help you when you're to like transitioning to playing football? Was it just kind of a natural transition just the athletic side or was it, you kind of already knew how to move and stuff like the lacrosse really helped with that.
2: I would say lacrosse helps with your hips a lot. It's because you're moving like side to side a lot where you need to get like, you dip under like a block and mm-hmm. stuff. Like it's because I don't know if you know too much about, but it's a metal stick and it hurts like hell when you get hit by it. So oh, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. And
1: so I know a little bit, I know a little bit about lax, a little lax. You little, know, I, I, yeah i
0: played a little i played a little short stick midi like for like a couple of days in, in high school you know what
2: i mean yeah, a no, couple I, of I, days I
0: totally
2: <laughs> athleticism for sure.
0: yeah definitely definitely i always would say that lacrosse players are, are definitely some of the best athletes in, in college sports just because the the movements the the range of movements that it takes on the lacrosse field to get open and to do oh, yeah. You know, just some of the things that you're supposed to do is definitely elite, and it definitely transfers over the football. So mm-hmm. I can see that, man. I can definitely, definitely see that. Of course, yeah. And um, all right. So I got another question for you. So you know, Notre Dame is definitely a, a great institution, and and I've read you know some of your interviews, and I've heard seen some of your clips where you where you speak on you know how how excited you are to get on the campus. So, what are some of your early goals that you would say that you're setting for yourself? Well, you know, within your first year or two on, on campus, you know, nothing too, nothing too in depth or anything. Just what are some personal things that you really want to make sure that you accomplish, both on the field and off the field?
2: I feel like my biggest goal is to get a good chemistry with everyone there on campus, especially my teammates, my brothers, and all that because I feel like if you don't have a good chemistry, you don't have a good friendship and brotherhood, you're not going to be good and you're going to you're going away from your hometown. No, you're not like I most likely no one's from your hometown to the school where I'm going and it's I got a the whole yeah, there's not yeah. The whole new life. I, w- I want to start off and obviously be myself, but I want to be able to fit in and have fun but also get the work done and stuff.
0: That was a great answer, man. That was definitely a great answer. That was a real mature answer. Like, that's definitely not something I had in my mind when I was going in. Like, I was definitely just like, hey, man, you know, I'm trying to – I want a single-digit number. I want to make sure I play X amount of games. No, that was – that's a mature answer. And I can see now why you're the right kind of guy to be at Notre Dame, man. And there's definitely a long legacy of of Notre Dame linebackers that are – Elite on the field and off the field, and from what I've seen so far, I definitely think you you're taking those steps, man, for sure. Thank you
2: very much.
1: Yeah, absolutely, man. You gotta just keep on that path, keep that mindset. Um, like you said, you're gonna go up there. Yeah, I mean, you, your roommate might be. I mean, your roommate gonna be a random student from might be yeah. from Germany. Like you might. Yeah, not, that freshman you, year. Yeah, buddy. You no, know, so you, you might get whoever, and then you know, for mm-hmm. summertime, you'll have you know some you know some one of your teammates but you know, he might be from, he might be from a whole nother, he might be from Jersey, he might be from Cali, who knows? And might be from Hawaii. Might be from Hawaii. No, he might be
0: from Hawaii. That's that's, that's the great thing
1: about Notre Dame too. Like, um, everybody is from different places. Like, I mean, even, you know, me and Dev, we, we probably were the closest people as like, far as like, like, you know, how, like where we were from wise, you know, I'm from D from DC. geography, yeah. Yeah, geography wise. So, um, Everybody else is from every different state. So man, it's, that's definitely one of the great things. And you just kinda you embracing that and embracing everybody, every student in all the students in Notre name because you don't know what what yeah. your who what they can become. Like they'll you know, they'll be doctors, lawyers, investment bankers, like all everybody you meet in Notre name, they're gonna turn into somebody like that's gonna be important someday. So just I, like just keep doing that, man, for sure. Keep that mindset.
2: Yes, sir.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm sure you watch. I'm sure you watch uh, the NFL games. So Jack Collinsworth, thats a kid that—that's a man who was in my class at Notre Dame. He came in, and I remember like we was homies freshman year. Still keep in touch with him to this day. And dude is like Emmy nominated or something like that. Like definitely on his way. You know what I mean? So shout out to the Collinsworth family too. You know, of course, shout uh, out yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. But yeah, so that, that that's definitely nice to hear, man. Good to hear that you got your head on straight because there's a lot of dudes that they get lost in what college football really can offer, especially with today's climate, you know, with, with you guys being able to secure financial futures for your families, like, it's definitely huge. And it's also important that you don't get too caught up into that and also still realize that you're there to be you know, a young man and growing into the ideals that you want to carry on for the rest of your life.
2: Yeah, that was that was a big part in the decision-making, where it's like schools are throwing money at you. But I decided to put that to the side and see – I mean, Notre Dame, you guys know it's a, it's a, one of the best schools in the world. And a degree from there, any job you want in the world. And so I see it's the four for 40. It's like you do four years there, you get 40 years guaranteed.
0: And, yes, sir. Uh They might have you being the guy that hosts the recruits. You might show. be one of them guys that's hosting recruits. <laughs> yeah, 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 I can tell. <laughs> to the I recruits, can man. tell already, man. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. All right, I got another one for you. So is there anybody in the uh, NFL or in college that you kind of model your game after or, or want to model your game
2: after? I definitely want to go after, you know, Jack Kaiser.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah
2: yeah for sure so off talk off topic but uh, my mom's sorority sister's best friend's son is jack eiser oh,
0: wow. <laughs> okay okay you talk I- about the six degrees of separation yeah. it is <laughs> uh, yeah,
2: that that's all irrelevant but it's just he's a he's a great player very very smart he does the right thing i want to follow his footpath or his footsteps Sorry, and uh He's just—he's a great guy overall. Very nice. The first time I met him, I like Drake Bowen a lot. He was very nice mm-hmm. to me. Too. Kind of my big when I was up on my ov, and uh, just re- those two guys stood out the most for sure. Nice,
0: nice, nice. So nice, So I definitely dig that. Good old. That's definitely you know those are those are great names to definitely model model yourself after. Uh, CJ, you got any other questions or because or, I can I
1: keep firing off? Yeah, no, I was—I so was gonna years. say, you know, no coming in, you know, you know, we kind of talked about, you know, a little bit of off the field stuff, you know, as far as like, you know, building chemistry, um, you know, with your teammates and stuff. So, you know, what do you, what kind of, what, what do you expect, to, like expectations coming coming in, you know, as a freshman, do you do you expect to play? Do you expect to try to get some some type of reps? Um, what, what do you kind of expect there?
2: I definitely, I mean, everyone's goal is to get on the field as fast as you can, but also. I, it, kind of. I, obviously, I want I want to play as much as I can, but be uh, there in parts where I could also help out other people. Just because if I if I know I'm not gonna be there, I want to be the best scout team player, you know, or I want mm-hmm. to be the special teams player, and then work myself onto the defensive side where I could possibly be like get reps over all the summer and the spring games and practices to get mm-hmm. onto the team. And finally, get to like actually, my first goal is to make the travel squad. That's that's my first goal. I feel like. That should be everyone's. First. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be on. To-
1: that's a good one. But yeah, that's-, that's a good one to think about. Down honestly, you know, no, uh, that's definitely
0: that was that was definitely one of my first goals when I came in too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a good that's a good one to have, man. You can definitely go get that, especially by putting forth extreme effort on special teams and yes, and and everywhere, honestly.
2: Yes, sir. But I mean, I'm This is steps up. I wanna. I want to definitely be on special teams as fast as I can, and work up to defense and get reps, even if it's a couple reps a game and a couple reps are more than little reps. So, I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's a
1: great point, man. Because you you don't you on the underdog podcast. I don't even think we even explain to you what the underdog podcast was or what team underdog even is. Man, dang, <laughs> we look at us. We lacking, bro. We lacking, man. So, All so right, so just. Yeah, yeah, you got, you got, you, go, you get, you getting the rundown. See, a rundown. All right, so it's, it's two sides right here. Let me get my hands in here. We got two sides. We got industry, and we got underdog. All right, mm-hmm. so when you come in freshman year, you go, you team underdog.
2: Mm-hmm. You
1: you no reps. You just trying to make it on the field. And then once you start doing your thing, you start and you know the coaches looking, you know looking out for you. That's when you that's when you team industry. You know you can get a little extra equipment. Mm-hmm. That's that's when you team. What I mean, get know, right? a little extra rice in your bowl, all kinds of stuff. So, you know, a lot of people, you know, some people start a team, a team underdog and they stay team underdog. Some people start industry, go team underdog. Some people, a lot of people go to team underdog and go industry. So that's kind of, you know. Kinda like how like that worked. man
0: right there, that, that man right man there. I don't how it work out Hall of Fame, hall of fame <laughs> underdog to team industry man right there. <laughs> right. looking at you right there. That's a hall of famer from team to underdog. You gotta get it up. You got up. to, you got to, man. You know, CJ was, CJ rare shirted his freshman year, you know, and then <laughs> a few years after that was in Heisman contention. You know what I mean? So wow. there's, there's never, there's never a, wherever you start, you can always work your way to whatever it is that you want to accomplish. Like but- there's nothing in the way of you. There's nothing in the way except from, except for yourself. You know what I mean? You are your biggest obstacle. Yeah. <clears throat> and, um, so what I wanted to ask you also, because I saw, did a little bit of research. I saw that you play safety for a little for a majority of your career, you know. So I played DB at Notre Dame. CJ started off at DB at Notre Dame. But uh, I know that you're going in as a linebacker. Yes, sir. But what? How do you feel? How do you feel about you know your experience as safety, or what is that? what do you think that's going to do to help you as a linebacker moving forward?
2: I feel like the safety is – also, I'm going to say this. Uh, I think the cornerbacks and the DBs, is, it's the hardest position. and I'm, For sure. And it's just – it's because you're, you're doing so much with little time and uh, it's so much with your feet and your mindset. And it's all working together. But uh, I definitely – I think safety helped me out a lot with my speed and coverages and stuff and all the way to, like, learning, like, where he's going to break on that certain route to like so I can get there earlier but like can crash for linebacker get back there and I feel like overall it just helps me out with mentally because you see the game because you're so far back at safety you see everything at linebacker you, you you're only at like five six yards so they get past you pretty quick but you see it a lot easier at safety for sure but I definitely like linebacker because it's more action but
0: Okay. Okay. Sound like you're trying to get your nose in the, in the mix. Okay. <laughs> you <wanna be> in <laughs> like getting your
2: helmet inside dirty
0: the inside
1: the tackles, huh? <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. he had
0: 203 tackles. So I, I might mean, say, yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a it like he, yeah. It ain't like he ain't like he's shy about putting his helmet on the football. So you know, yeah, that's them you shoulders. don't have to do
1: that. Like shoulders, shoulders be real sore after the game, just been hitting all, right. all game. Or hands, hand shoulders. That's it, man. That's it. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah,
0: man. Nah, uh, man, that's definitely dope to hear about. So last thing before we wrap it up. Uh CJ, you had anything else before you wanted to I mean, before I we hit this last, last gonna, question?
1: Yeah, I think we we're gonna ask the same question probably. Yep. Yeah. All right, all right. So give us
0: the one thing that you could say. If you can tie down to one or you could do one to three things that you're most looking forward to about being on campus at notre
2: dame um i'm definitely looking forward to, to love my family to death but kind of learning how to like do things by myself i feel like kind of getting the manhood and stuff and uh i feel like it's a big part of life where you got to realize that not everyone's there to do your laundry and not everyone's there to do your dishes you got to do it yourself and you got to pick time out of your day to do that and uh, I'm kind of. My mom's kind of making me do all that right now. and I, I respect her a whole much more now because I realize how hard and time consuming it all is. And all. but uh, that just kind of like reaching out, making new friends, like really, really just that. Like two, the two things. Those are the big things for me: manhood and making new friends and brothers for life.
0: Nice, nice, yeah. No, I definitely understand that, man. That independence. Being able to test yourself, being able to fend for yourself—those are all the uh, like the classic things of growing up in, in manhood in general. So, like, definitely, definitely, think you're going, you're heading in the right direction. You got the the right mindset to be able to go in there to make an impact early and to be able to get everything that you want out of Notre Dame. Because one thing that I will tell you, there's so much that Notre Dame can offer to you mm. that you definitely have to to be intentional with seizing it because yeah. there's so many things going on. There's so much stuff going on that it can easily pass you by and those three or four to five years can go by like that. So definitely be intentional with your time, with your effort and everything that you do on campus, because it'll definitely pay dividends moving forward. Yes, sir. Yeah, no, Thank I,
1: you. I definitely want to touch just on what Devin said, the same, I'm going to say the same thing, embrace, embrace everything, man. I mean, go, even when you got time go i mean whenever you got a chance go 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 sit in the dining hall eat you know eat with the students regular students go chill at the uh what's it um what's the student center i forgot what's the floor was what's the uh the fortune yeah fortune yeah hey yeah, go go chill mm-hmm. the student center like bro embrace it all because i'm telling you like some of the people you'll meet like you know you you don't you have no idea like how they how to help you out the connections you'll, you'll be able to make um like it's my best friend you know i'm um, I met him at Notre Dame, and he's the godfather of my son now. So it's like you just never know that you know the connections you're gonna make. So um, I was, I, mean, I would just say, man, just embrace the whole school, the teachers, like everybody, the staff, anybody you know. See, there is a special person, um, and just enjoy it, man. It's, it's gonna be a fun, you know, four years, um, you know, however long you know the time your time is there. How you know people in school eight years now? I'm not saying you gonna be eight years, but you know so the longer time is there. Hey, hey, I saw that the other
0: day. I was like eight years, dang, that's long. Bro, bro, been in school for almost a decade. Son, I was like crazy. Yeah, <laughs> but, but no, nah, man, embrace crazy.
1: it, man, embrace it. It's a it's a special place. Uh, I think you know I love, love the Lou Holtz quote. Um, I I don't know if you know Lou Holtz. I'm sure you do, but he's uh yeah. He said, "You know, you got to know who Luhhoh is. is. You got know, who yeah, is. That's you know. That's like a, that's like know. a
0: requisite, dog. You, got to, you like, got yeah. to
1: know who yeah. is. You'd be better to know who he is going to Notre Dame. But uh, you know, you you ain't been there, you ain't, you can't really explain it. You know, you can't explain it to somebody who, has, who hasn't been there. So, um, it's a special place, man. I'm happy that you chose Notre Dame. You know, welcome to Team Underdog. You know, I hope you graduate mm-hmm. real early. Hope you get out of uh, Team yeah, Underdog ministry sure. real quick. That's the that's the goal. And you know, we uh, <laughs> we root." Mm-hmm we definitely rooting for you thank, thank you very much yeah man absolutely no double well,
0: all right everybody that's all our time that's another episode of the lucky underdogs podcast appreciate y'all for tuning in as always it's your boy db and it's your boy cj we out and peace out from us over
1: here